Hello and welcome back to Jughead's Lament. This episode of Riverdale, we visit a haunted house, a snake was delivered, and Archie's abs return. I'm your host, Isabella Ramona. With me, is, as always, is Brian. What's up? All right. Uh, you know, Brian, first of all, before we even get into it, thank God Archie's abs came back. Oh, thank I cannot believe. <laughs> and they, they start us an off. Episode. Yeah. They start us off with such like a great portrayal of them that it was like they were saying sorry. <laughs> it was such a long scene <laughs> it was quite a bit yeah so so we start off uh just i mean we'll dive right into it this was a crazy episode i don't oh, even absolutely we don't even need to talk about our weeks i i had a whole thing planned i was like i found these new arizona green tea fruit snacks i had yeah they're so good dude i don't know man Ooh. but uh yeah um honestly i just want to get right into it chapter five <laughs> Heart of Darkness. Scary. <laughs> a scary title for a scary episode. It was quite horror themed. Yeah. Lots absolutely. of blacks and blues and, mm-hmm. and, and, and like color tones of that. I got scared. I got scared at one point in this episode and I will bring it up. <laughs> I, I, I definitely had a lot more laugh out loud. I had a lot more what the fuck. What the fuck. <laughs> quite a bit. Quite a bit. So... <laughs> So, of course, we start the episode, as we do every episode, with our Jughead intro monologue. All right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And he's talking about how every town has that weird, creepy, almost haunted house (laughs) that that, that nobody ever wants to go to. And in our town, it's the Blossoms Mansion, which is called Thornhill. Which, right off the bat, I'm sorry, (laughs) the richest place in the entire town. Like, these are, like, popular kids. Their, Their house is the creepy one? Yeah, I... <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I get that it has its own graveyard, but that that made me laugh like within the first like ten seconds of the episode. <laughs> this is where she lives. It's so it, everything starts to make more sense. This episode, yes, this one we <laughs> we start to understand why Cheryl is the way that Cheryl is. Although <laughs> she's apparently been like this for a long time, so I don't exactly know. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, speaking of Cheryl, she she's uh, she's you know going up to Jason's casket, and she looks in, and she doesn't see the body, and, and it's like what the fuck. And, and then we look up, and, and she sees the top of the casket, and there's blood on it. <gasps> claws. There's blood. There's like fingernails. And she around, and she sees a zombie, Jason. Oh my god, it's a zombie show now. They gotta they gotta do every trope. They gotta do zombies. I can't wait for the ghost trope. The vampires will be great. Well, we had the ghost trope at the end of this episode. Oh, oh. yeah, spoilers, but we oh. totally did. Hey, I'm trying to remember that in the episode. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what we we'll get. We'll see. There. I'll see what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so so Cheryl is, you know, she she wakes up suddenly and we realize that she was having a nightmare about zombie Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, her mom comes over and she says, you know, you can't keep sleeping in Jason's bed, which at first I thought was kind of weird. But no, I think like moms do that when their kids are missing. Yeah, it makes a little sense. That's but was fine. she doing that before? Yeah. <laughs> was I still have these questions in my head. but <laughs> so, so Cheryl's trying to think of like what she's going to say at Jason's funeral. And mom says, you're not going to say anything, you fucking freak, because you might humiliate us. How rude. She's oh. so mean to her. All the parents are so mean. <laughs> this is the episode where we find out that Cheryl's mom and dad, Penelope and Clifford Blossom, are just the worst. They're so bad. They're exactly how I imagined them. And uh, it's kind of sad. <laughs> the tropes just keep 
piling on. <laughs> Cheryl's mom is so mad about the idea of Cheryl even thinking about speaking at her own brother's funeral. Yeah. That she crumples her speech up and throws it away. No. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not doing that. And uh, <laughs> then we get a shot of Cheryl just kind of looking sad. And I gotta say, makeup department in this show, not always on point. Cheryl's no makeup makeup was pretty damn good. She looked good while also looking like she didn't have any makeup on. That's good. That's good to notice. I don't notice these things, but I do notice uh, the brooches that Cheryl wears. Oh, whatever brooch she's wearing is her is her like personality for that scene. Like if she's wearing cherries, she's just being herself. If she's wearing the spider one, she's being mean for no reason. <laughs> I did, you know, I didn't notice the spider one, but you're totally right. The spider that's one a... is super funny. <laughs> that's great, absolutely. But she's not mean usually anymore. But we'll see; she's it'll come getting... up again. We'll see. Yeah, she's she's making some interesting choices as a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we get to the aforementioned scene that we just honestly we had to talk about as oh. soon as we started the episode. I we... I let out the piece laugh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely, me too. The, the, the last episode, for those of you who remember, we didn't get an Archie shirtless scene. The closest thing we had was, like, his shirt kind of being pulled up while he was kissing Grundy in a flashback. Uh-huh. But they they realized that this was a fan outcry. This was insane. <laughs> so they immediately insert some footage of Archie just beating the fuck out of a punching bag. He's uh, going to town. Of course he's shirtless. Of course he's shirtless. <laughs> he is just full of... He is covered in sweat. His hair is flying all over <laughs> his dad walks in and is like hey you know i uh i never thought i'd i'd be sad to see you not playing a guitar which is kind of a shitty thing fred but you know whatever i get it well um, i've gathered that he's trying to sleep yes this is true <laughs> and he's just punching this bag and i don't know the layout of this house but I believe that they could be next door, and he's just hearing this loud punching sound, and he's like, man, I gotta, what's Archie doing tonight? Probably, yeah. And he's a light sleeper, too, because he knows every time when Archie leaves the house. Fred's a light, oh, you can tell Fred's a light sleeper. He's a very yeah. gentle, gentle man. <laughs> and his son is just punching his bag. <laughs> yeah, and he says it's because I'm trying to get better at football, because football, <laughs> me, being good at football means I get to be the captain. And being a captain means I get a scholarship, and in, in, in college, then I can learn music then. And uh, Fred's like, all right, fine. I don't really care. I'll just, I'll just try and go to sleep then, and he's I'm really sad. <laughs> he's very sad because he's not going to get to go to sleep. <laughs> Which we find later. out is Ken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now uh, we go back to Kevin, uh, and <gasps> Kevin is working with uh, Jughead. And, and Kevin, I gotta say, ha- is becoming one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he's uh, he's, uh, he's yeah. becoming one of his own. I like he's him. Here. And Kevin Kevin has apparently flawlessly remade his dad's murder board. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> I think that was hilarious. Like like without a shred of like, I think this is what it was. He said, "This is exactly how my dad's murder board was set up." <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, that's just the thing he can do. I don't know. He only yeah, looked at it for like ten memory. seconds. He's got an eidetic memory. Yeah, he made fun yeah. of his dad for it. Yeah, I. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> But yeah. that's a thing that he has for his character now. <laughs> yeah, no, he he has an eidetic memory. This is mm-hmm. true, photographic. Uh, <laughs> so 
yeah, Jughead is with him, and Jughead's working on his investigation, you know, partially for his book, partially for the school paper. I think he just, you know, kind of is bored. Yeah, he's uh, probably just bored. He wants also, a house. We, we episode... didn't find out anything about him being, being homeless. Yeah, no, there's nothing about it at all in this episode, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, where is he living? <laughs> Were you going to say something else, or was that weird? No, that was what I was going to say. Exactly, yeah, yeah. it was weird. Um, so, uh, he, he mentions that the thief stole all of the video, audio, and a whole bunch of the files. So just, you know, this investigation has been set back a whole lot. Wow. <laughs> real sad, real sad. Uh, Betty, on the other hand, is going on a date with Trevor. Who is Valerie's brother. Oh, <laughs> yeah. is she? Yes, oh, I, wow. we figured this out. Uh, la- uh, whenever the Ethel oh, episode, you're right. Was. You're totally right. Yeah, yeah the Ethel episode. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He's on my murder board. <laughs> I didn't even like remember Valerie's name. Yeah, uh, I thought her episode. name was Josie. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's uh, that's the other girl. This is Josie. Doesn't like Archie. Oh. This is one of the. I think she's like the. Junior. Oh, this is one of the other. <laughs> yeah, girls. she's one of the other. Oh. Girls. She's one of okay. the pussycats. I keep I have, writing her as the pussycat. Yeah, yeah, me too. I have uh, two other cats as um, <laughs> two, well, two other cat girls in my uh, two, uh, yeah, murder board. There are three cat girls. Oh, this, this makes so much sense. I think All Archie right. wants to become a cat girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this makes so much more sense. <laughs> um, and Betty, I wrote down that she claims that she's not actually going on a date. She's doing this together intel. But I can't really say that anymore because that's just the truth. She mm-hmm. genuinely did not go on a date. She just asked this man about Jason Blossom. We will get to when that happens. <laughs> and so now we're at football practice. And the only note I have for this scene is that Archie sucks. Oh, yeah. Archie always sucks. <laughs> Archie sucks. Yeah, I wrote, I've written this note several times. Uh, in this particular circumstance, he sucks at football. He's not He's not a good... Archie sucks at everything. <laughs> he really does. Of course he is the fucking football player playing what's the one that throws it the quarterback quarterback quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) of course he's the quarterback Uh. (laughs) um so now they're in the locker room and the coach walks up to archie and is archie shirtless in this scene no he's still no someone else is shirtless someone who's trying to take his role oh yes our boy (laughs) your boy actually you like him i like him yeah (laughs) coach coach goes and andrews that was shit out there that was awful You, you know what he turns to Reggie. I didn't even recognize it as Reggie at first. Um, he, he just wrote, uh, he, I think he calls him by his, whatever his last name Mantle, is. Mantle, yeah. He says, Mantle. like, Mantle. Reggie Mantle. He says, Mantle, get over here. You want to be captain? And Archie's like, what? what are you doing? <laughs> this is my show. <laughs> yeah, this is my show. Uh, and Reggie's like, yeah, of course. He says, all right, now this is what I call a horse race. You guys are both going to try to be captain, and I'll pick at the end of the week. <laughs> Which is fucked up, coach. Just real Well, up. you know, friendly competition. Sure, sure. I think it's fine. <laughs> Just, I yeah, like how Reggie's shitless. <laughs> yes, Reggie, you know, Reggie, it's funny. I don't, Reggie's like, he is a very fit young man. He's very, looks very strong. Um, mm-hmm. He does not have the shredded abs of Archie. Yeah. Uh, absolutely not. There's a reason they hired Archie <laughs> yes. as the main character. Yeah, KJ Appa was hired for his abs alone. <laughs> um, so now we're all at Pops, uh, which is apparently next to a train, like a train track. Which I yeah, thought, I didn't notice that in the last couple episodes. 
this feels like it's important. But in the establishing shot, we see there's like a train track right behind it. Yeah, it could be important. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, Fred is getting food from Hermione. And this is where I didn't even put it together, but you're so right. Fred's like, yeah, and can you give me like a huge cup of coffee? Oh, please. <laughs> My kid is just always awake and so loud. And I but I don't say anything to him because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> well, you know, he's recovering from a sexual assault, let's be honest here. Yeah, that too. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's like, you get no sleep. And uh, Fred asks her out. And what's her mm-hmm. response? Do you remember? Um, I'm married. And so are you. And you're married. <laughs> but they went on a date. <laughs> They totally went on a date. Yeah, and he's like, what was the driving? And she's like, listen. And he says, fine, fine, whatever, I'll leave. And then she's I like, hate it. Fred. I hate <laughs> it. I Everyone is so mean to Fred. Fred doesn't belong on the show. Fred can't catch a break. I have a I have a horrible theory though that I will oh. share at the end of the episode. <laughs> okay, all right, please. I'll try to remember the. Oh, ask Hopefully, I, I remember. Oh my god. Yeah, I'll, I'll try. Hold on, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna write it down. Ask Brian <laughs> about horrible theory. Oh god. <laughs> I, I I wrote that on my bed frame. Um, that yeah. I will then erase later. <laughs> it's my whiteboard for pencils. Anyway, uh. we're getting on track. Oh uh, yeah. So now we get. What was one of my favorite uh, little tiny scenes, and and, and not because it was particularly funny, but because we get Veronica, Betty, Kevin, Archie, and Jughead all All on the bleachers. It's crazy. It was time they've all been together, I think. It really was. They've all been in little groups, but this is the first time we get all five of them together, hanging out. chilling. Yeah, this was a good scene. I like this. This was great, and it made me feel happy. You know, I was Mm -hmm. glad. And uh, Veronica says, so how's life in a PG world? And I thought (laughs) that she meant parental guidance because his dad is, like, butting in all the time. But she meant, she clarifies very quickly and says, Oh, PG, post-Grundy. What, too soon? <laughs> so messed up. <laughs> like, no! Like, this is not a joke! Yeah, it's that's so the, bad. Sexual assault isn't a joke, man. Like, it's sexual assault, and he got... Like, even if you don't... Like, I mean, it is sexual assault, but even if they're not trying to think of it in that lens, like, man went through a breakup! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just messed up. You guys are messed up. Why are you so mean, Veronica? <laughs> Archie's just kind of worrying about football. Um, and then this was where uh, I wrote one of the pussycats, but you said it's Valerie, right? Yeah, it's Valerie. Yeah, oh Valerie. My God. I feel like such an idiot. I didn't put <laughs> <laughs> Valerie. Uh, she found uh, she found Archie a new music tutor. Um, some guy named Mr. Castillo, uh, mm-hmm. because you know Grundy's gone, and so now everybody's like, "Well, now you have no excuse to not do music, Archie." So go do music, Archie. But, um, which, uh, yeah, what were football, you saying? Football, football. Yeah, but, but football, football. <laughs> I have to train. <laughs> yeah. So now we come up uh, and we get another Cheryl, because Cheryl comes up uh, to the group, and she hands them all invitations to her, what they call her brother's memorial. However, they also mention that he is getting buried. So I think that's also a funeral? Yeah, it's very unclear. <laughs> I, I don't know what that's about. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's going to get buried at the graveyard on their uh, their mansion grounds. Which is also weird. <laughs> Super creepy. Like, I mean, I do have a dog buried in our backyard, but that's very yeah, but different. that's a dog. <laughs> it's very different. Rest in peace, Emily. Woo-woo! R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Emily. <laughs> um, great dog. 
Can I say I'm surprised that Cheryl invited um, Jughead? Yes. Because I don't think those two characters have interacted. I don't either, but I we, we know why she was inter- uh, she was invited because Cheryl oh, right. did not write the guest list. We find mm-hmm. out later it was her parents. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll suspecting see why. Jughead. Right. We'll see why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see why, but like <laughs> Jughead. Yeah, I, that's a weird one too. Um, so uh, now we get Veronica going back to she like kind of chases after Cheryl. She's like, "Hey, look, I'm really sorry for your loss." Cheryl says, "Are you really sorry for my loss? Why don't you come to a sleepover at my house?" Veronica's like, uh, "What? Oh, uh, oh okay, sure, I guess. yes, sure. <laughs> Why not?" Uh, and she's like, "When is the sleepover?" Oh, the night before the memorial. So weird. It is, this family also, is so weird. She does mention, you know, I don't want to be alone on the night before I bury my brother, which is fair, which is fair. But still, Jesus, man, that was weird. Still a little weird. Like, they, they're not even friends, really. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a little montage of Archie, and it's just like interspersed scenes of football and then music. Football music yeah you know the side plot archie's side plot adventure here (laughs) archie's side plot adventure that no one cares about uh (laughs) we don't get a resolution to that because now suddenly we get riverdale title card i I, I have two pages of notes before the title card oh my god (laughs) that's how dense the pack is last episode there were a couple scenes that we just kind of skipped over it didn't really matter Mm. this one uh no yeah man this is this is a lot yeah there's no there's no like useless scenes in the show not at all at least not in this episode yeah um so now we get archie talking to mr castillo who he calls mr castillo and he says actually it's oscar this is the guy call me oscar please (laughs) this is the guy who's going to teach archie how to write songs better um and oscar <laughs> asks him so uh how often do you do you, how, how much time do you spend writing songs per day and he says at least a few hours which like bullshit, that's good archie. like i was like bullshit archie no you don't second that's a good number that's a good number <laughs> but third oscar says that's gonna be a problem <laughs> he's like what he's like you gotta change that that's gonna happen. how change. many hours like five like five hours i have school bro like, like yeah i think he says a couple so that's like two to three maybe like on the low end of a couple that's that's a long time. that's a lot of hours a lot of hours i don't <laughs> For think a that's kid that with, like yeah i think that's i think it's good enough <laughs> yeah absolutely but, uh, we've both written music before like that's not <laughs> that's not that much i got uh, i don't know <laughs> yeah uh, and so he uh, archie mentions like oh i mean you know i'm trying i just you know it, after the football season and he says football you can't fucking football what (laughs) football (laughs) football you gotta be kidding me (laughs) yeah he's like well you're he says oh do you think that's gonna be a problem and the guy says you tell me where do you think what what kind of passion do you think you're gonna be bringing to this if you're bringing it all to football uh and so archie's like shit but what about the football songs i can make (laughs) (laughs) all the football songs yeah my hard experiences about football (laughs) yeah and he asks him hey do you have any music that you can show me and archie pulls out a flash drive which again (laughs) totally reasonable this is like yeah. the one scene where i don't think archie's being a shit yeah the dude says what is this it's like it's, it's my songs and he says i don't teach performance i teach songwriting where's your sheet music but but you can listen to it my problem right here yeah you can listen you can listen to it man like i'm not saying like i i agree sheet music is important he's like we have to be on the yeah. same page but like 
you can like listen to it. Yeah, you can listen to it at least, but I, I, I see the point though. He's a little bit right. <laughs> you know, he's he's right. He's right. I just I, I get it. Uh it's it sucks. I think he's being a shit. Yeah, he is definitely being a prick. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. That was I was gonna say that's a that's a bit harsh for you, That's you know, <laughs> I mean, I say what I feel. <laughs> and Oscar Oscar's on my murder wall is all I'm saying. <laughs> Oh wow, Oscar's the murder wall the murder wall prick. <laughs> so he says you're gonna come back tomorrow with your sheet music. I'm just like Archie doesn't even know how to write sheet music. How is he gonna oh, come yeah. back tomorrow with sheet music? Yeah, that's a lot. But, but I mean, it yeah. happens, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fine. Then we go back to Sheriff Keller, uh Kevin's dad, of course, and he's with the Blossom parents and, and he's setting like they're all setting up for the funeral. And this is where we get to what uh Brian was mentioning earlier, that all of the people they invited they invited all of the suspects in the case. Which, yeah, it's very weird. This isn't their job. <laughs> this is, they explicitly mention that Jason's murderer will probably be uh, in our house tomorrow. I'm like, why would you want that? Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> that's so they're freaky. Pretty, uh, they're not right in the head. I do not like them. I do not like them. Yeah. So I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're exactly how I imagine them, though. Like, uh... Sure, they, they're cartoons. Yeah, they're cartoons. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Pops, uh, we're, we're back at Pops, you know, chocolate shop. And Betty is on her date with Trevor. That's not a mm-hmm. date. Mm-hmm. Um, not a like, date. I don't know why she's so works. insistent about that. <laughs> yeah. She's she's like, okay, she just like doesn't, they don't have small talk at all. She just pretty much immediately brings up Jason. And is well, like, I, I actually look back at the scene because I was also curious why she was just, inv- like, how did he open up? They're, like, uh, halfway through their milkshakes, so I'm oh, assuming okay. that they this just is, cut it all out. Yeah, near the near the end of their conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just to confirm it. Just to see if Betty's a, you know, psychopath murderer or something. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get to something that happens at the end of the episode. <laughs> Considering how we feel about the Coopers, the funniest thing I've ever seen. In my life. <laughs> it is so, so funny. So, um, yeah, so uh, he, he, Trevor starts saying, you know, I mean, this is off the record, right? And she's like, yeah, sure, man, whatever. She's uh, looking suspiciously everywhere. Yeah, her looking eyes at her burning. tape recorder. <laughs> <laughs> Under the table. Yeah. So he says that a few months ago, Jason started just kind of acting weird, and then he just started like selling random things around the house, whatever he could get his hands on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then eventually, he starts like dealing drugs. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, and she's like, why? Why would he have to deal drugs? He's rich. That's that's so weird. Uh, and then she confirms. So this is all after you know he started dating Polly, right? And, <laughs> and, and that started, is like, when yeah. we solve the case. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and, yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of fucked up. Um, yeah. That's pretty much where the scene ends. Now it's uh, Archie, he, and he's working with again. I keep I wrote down the pussycat. <laughs> Valerie, Val, Valerie. Yeah, we'll get better. We'll get better. <laughs> There's so many characters. My bird wall is almost like a full page. <laughs> yeah, I I sometimes write the characters as just their initial, and I can't do that anymore because there's too many C's and V's. <laughs> there's so many. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're working on writing the the songs down as sheet music, and I think it's really funny because the sheet music they show us is not the song that he wrote. Yeah, I was trying to look at it, but I couldn't really tell. <laughs> he plays chords. He just he plays play chords. Yo, I just is... I took a glimpse and I was like, is that do I even want to bother looking at uh, Archie's stupid music? <laughs> it's not good. 
Like I'm, I was, I almost, uh, I just assumed that it was just him filling a little circle out. And yes. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. I saw like three chords on that sheet music where his entire song is chords. Wow. It was, it was so dumb. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're working on that. And, um, Grindy. So I want to make a point that one, he somehow learned to write sheet music in a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly he didn't know. And two, Grundy is a fucking awful music teacher if she didn't even teach him how to write music <laughs> or how sheet so music works. No, I didn't think about that. What were they doing? <laughs> she said, well, we know what they were doing. Oh, right. That's what they were doing. Right. right, right. <laughs> Archie, like, pursuing this whole music thing, I just kind of feel like, mm, man. I don't think you really know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't think. I, yeah. <laughs> I think you just like the stringing the guitar and stuff. I think so. I think he likes looking cool. Uh, yeah. But, but Fred sees a Valerie in the room with Archie and's like, oh, hey. What's this about? Oh, Fred. Says, oh, we're just working on some music. And Fred's like, oh, really? Oh. Um. Music? <laughs> he's so upset. Oh, Fred. Fred is like, he's, he's such a sad puppy. <laughs> Every scene, he just has that perfect face of being sad and like, you pity yeah. him. <laughs> Almost like it's an act. Now now we get, to, this, is, this is a scene that I think is funny because they're not the, the the stage business that they're doing has absolutely nothing to do with the scene, but mm-hmm. it feels like it was written by uh it, it was like a a rewrite given to you by your theater director when they're like well your characters can't just stand around and talking they have to be fixing a car or something. <laughs> <laughs> we kept Betty fixing a car with her dad. <laughs> There's no problem with this car at all. I'm no, just, yeah, I'm they're it. just like randomly tightening bolts. Yeah. <laughs> So dumb. So they're uh so Betty starts asking about Polly, um, and her dad's like, Well, I mean, I know your mom won't talk about it, but Jason and Polly, they had a fight, uh, and one day he he had uh no no that wasn't Jason and Polly had a fight. Sorry, I, I read my notes wrong because I can't write. Uh mm-hmm. Jason and Polly had a fight, they kinda like I don't know if they broke up, but something happened. One day uh he heard the water running when he was uh you know, he came home and he was like, honey, is everything okay? And she didn't say anything. Uh, and so he fucking kicked down the door. And they they leave it very vague. They say she was self-harming. Or she's yeah. harming herself. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's probably a good idea to not have like a graphic description of self-harm. But also, y'all like showed uh, statutory rape several times yeah. in this show. And this is where you draw the line. So I may have to give my take on this once we get to a certain part in this episode. So I will okay. just say, maybe he's not saying the truth here. No, sure, sure, sure. Maybe we'll see at some point where I get that idea, but oh yeah, I, I think I have an idea. All fabricated. Probably. Probably. It just it seemed like a stupid story in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> and so, if uh, this is real, then I don't know what to feel about Miss <laughs> Grundy's little thing, too. Because, like, it also felt like she was lying about her thing, but they haven't mentioned her in a while. There's a lot so. of lies going on. Who knows? I can't tell which of these scenes are big lies or big, you know, just truths. Yeah. So Betty goes to Jughead and they start talking about it. And Jughead's like, okay, <laughs> I wrote this quote down. <laughs> Jughead says, Betty. I'm sorry. That's hardcore. 
<laughs> oh, Jughead. Uh, that, no, that's rough. That sucks. That's, 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 that's hardcore. No, you're not hardcore. Unless you live hardcore. <laughs> Again. <laughs> you're writing a book. Yeah, bro, this is how you speak. Use your words wisely. Yeah, he's so like he's such like a like I don't want to say eloquent, but he loves to use like like three dollar or like ten dollar words where like a quarter would do. And he just why does he use his phrases? <laughs> he's but, a good friend, I guess. <laughs> but we notice we do notice that Dad still would not let her call Polly. Mm-hmm. And so it's really scary. Yeah, <laughs> so they're like they're like, well, you know, Polly uh won't talk to us, nobody else will talk to us. What we have to ask Jason and Betty's like, What? You mean like raise the dead? <laughs> Which maybe is a reference to the zombie thing earlier. <laughs> but Jughead says, No, dead men tell no tales. Oh. But their bedrooms. Oh <laughs> sometimes it Sometimes it's a little too dramatic for me. That one was bad. There's a little too too much drama. <laughs> it's almost it feels like a soap opera at times. I think this is a soap opera. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so now we're on to football practice. Back to football. Oh yeah, I love football. Look and how dirty we are. This is a scene that I I am not. I have played football one like like one month of my life basically and it was it was like it was like flag football and i think i was like oh. nine <laughs> i've never played football <laughs> very little but i do remember a couple things um Ooh. and this this seemed okay so archie tells i think it's a running back but one of the guys who goes and catches the ball mm. um he he tells the guy to, to who is going to catch the ball who is completely wide open there's mm-hmm. nobody around him he points on the other side of the field and he goes go over there <laughs> and so the other guy goes over there and Reggie's right there and Archie throws the ball and Reggie just like just just like you know tackles him and he like he destroys this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Such a, I don't understand why Archie did that. Uh we we have a montage of Reggie being really good at football. Reggie's so good at football. <laughs> Reggie's really good. Uh although I, I thought that the team captain was supposed to be the quarterback, but I guess it can be anybody. I guess uh, but, so. <laughs> but he's one of the tackle guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what that's called. Uh, what is it called? Oh, I'm getting exposed here too. <laughs> I have no idea. I think We're a line. <laughs> I think a linebacker is the guy who protects the running back. I don't know. I don't know. I have I'm, no I'm getting exposed here. Uh, yeah. Uh, spoilers, guys. We don't know football. <laughs> so, Archie, his, his his hand is hurting, and Reggie, like pretty good naturedly, not in like a devious way, is like, "Hey, man, look." You should like take a break. I don't want you to play with a broken hand or with a hurt hand. It's, you're gonna get hurt. And Archie says, "No. What are you trying to sabotage me?" <laughs> Archie, are you an idiot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know Reggie has just been a jerk the whole series, but <laughs> this is like a pretty like decent response. Like you tell your coach, "Hey, my hand hurts. Yeah. I don't want it to hurt more." And that's it. <laughs> Yeah. Now we get Veronica and the River uh, River Vixens who are on their way to practice. We can assume they're wearing their uniforms and everything. Mm-hmm. And and we see Archie sitting in 
just kind of the hallway. I think it's supposed to be the nurse's office, but he's not yeah. in the nurse's office. Very unclear. Also, yeah, why why would he be there if it wasn't the nurse's office? I so know. we have to assume this, but there's no inclination for it. He's still wearing his football uniform, so we can assume that practice is still going on because the locker rooms aren't open. I don't know. It's weird. So maybe he did take a step back. But uh, anyway, he's sitting there. Veronica's like, oh, let me go see him. And he's just kind of like cradling his hand. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so, he looks like his father. Can I say he that? He does look like his father <laughs> in this scene. You're totally right. It was good casting. And so he, he uh, yeah, his hand is her and she's like, isn't this your playing hand? I don't, <laughs> don't you play guitar with two hands? I don't... <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. They're both your, they're both your playing hands. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever played guitar, guys, but they're both yeah. playing hands. What would you do with one hand? Could you... <laughs> I don't understand. I can't even think of, like, both of them would be bad. Like, yeah. like neither, neither my fret hand nor my strumming hand should be broken. Which one do you think she meant? <laughs> I think I, th- I thought she maybe meant... So it's his left hand, right? And, and I don't I don't know if we've seen him play, but that would generally be the fret hand. Oh, I can't remember. He's we've definitely seen it, but I don't know which one it is. I'll look back after this episode. <laughs> Either way, it was so funny. It was that, that line was so stupid. <laughs> Give me pause. Yeah. And Veronica um is very jealous that uh he mentions Valerie. Um uh, but she says she's not. Uh, she wraps it up, uh, she wraps up his hand, gives it a kiss. Uh, and then yeah. says, all right, I'll be on my way. And I just don't understand how that's first aid. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so... even tight. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not like it's compression. It's not, it's, she just covered a, not, a place that had no wound. <laughs> yeah, it's a very odd scene. And I don't think it's ever brought up again, his hand. No, his hand has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with the rest of the episode. Yeah, so it was just a throwaway scene. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose, or maybe a Veronica, because Veronica's not really in this episode. So, oh, she has a, she has a few things. She has yeah, a few it. things. Oh yeah, she's with she's Cheryl. Kind of she's she's kind of Cheryl. corny. Yeah, uh, but so yeah. So, corny. so Mr. Castillo is just now laying into Archie. He calls his music juvenile. He says it sucks. He is so bad, and he's like, you know, with these certain standards, stanzas, and everything. Uh, this, these are breakup songs. And he says, well, yeah, Grundy was... And he says, Grundy, your other teacher? <laughs> like, somehow, somehow he doesn't, like, put two and two together that he's talking about the breakup with Grundy. I think, I think he did. <laughs> oh, and that's... Well, because the next thing he says is, I think you connected with her in a way I don't see us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe, yeah, you might be right. I think he figured it out. I mean, it, I, mean I, I think it would be pretty obvious. <laughs> she yeah. left town... But he basically thinks that she is, or that, that Archie is too bad to help. He says, I yeah. don't think I can help you. Uh, yeah. So that's sad. <laughs> yeah, you know, Archie, he, he, he's looking a little sad puppy face. Got yes. from his dad. So. <laughs> so now we are finally allowed into the Cheryl, uh, the Blossoms house, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Veronica's at dinner with the Blossoms. <laughs> this <laughs> is one of the best lines in the entire episode <laughs> by Cheryl's mother. Cheryl, uh, Veronica says, hey, thank you guys for having me over. Um, I'm really sorry for your loss. You know, I understand how everything uh, is. <laughs> Cheryl's mom, Penelope, says, Cheryl invited you. I have no idea why you're here. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> oh my god. Penelope is so 
mean to Veronica. They're both so fucking mean. There's something wrong with the with the syrup in this land. Yeah, Veronica kind of mentions like, "Hey, I thought there'd be other people." She's kind of like, like we notice now, <laughs> Veronica is the only person here besides yeah. the family. <laughs> so I wrote this down, and I, I gotta say I was wrong. But I called that uh, Cheryl's going to try to kiss Veronica. Oh, oh, I also thought about this for a brief moment. Because I yeah. think in the show, everyone's going to be romantically with sure. each other at some point. I, just, I really was like, Cheryl was giving me big gay vibes the way she was Ooh. sitting on the bed. Um, <clears throat> later, I think I might be skipping a little bit, but when they're sitting on the bed, she's wearing heels and her pajamas. Oh, I didn't notice the heels. She clearly, <laughs> she, she clearly is wearing pajamas oh, and no. heels. Oh, no. <laughs> so I really thought that's what it was going to happen. But uh, we, <laughs> the camera turns and we see Nana Rose. Oh. <laughs> and Nana Rose looks dead. She's like just a horror villain. Like she's, she looks like a witch. She doesn't belong in the, I don't, she's, I didn't even put her on my burger wall. <laughs> <laughs> One of her eyes is like like glazed over because like cataracts or whatever. I think she's blind in it probably. Yeah. Uh, she has like this red streak in her hair. <laughs> she's a fucking creep. It's so scary. She just popped out too. There was no mention of this character at all. No, <laughs> uh, there's yeah. She popped up out of nowhere. I we'd never seen her before. She does come up later. Yeah. Oh yeah. She comes up later. <laughs> If she didn't pop up in this scene, I would have been horrified. Cheryl, that would have been freaky. <laughs> Cheryl's dad uh, is like, oh, you know, how's your father? Must have been horrible seeing him get dragged out of the house in front of you. All those reporters. <laughs> this house is horrible. He's being so mean. <laughs> this is just tragic. Yeah, Cheryl mentions that she wants her chance to say goodbye to Jason, and the mom says... You already had your chance when you oh, rode him, when you rode him across the river to his death. They're so mean. Yeah, they fucking hate Cheryl. Jesus. Yeah. So now we we get out of the murder house for a while, uh, <laughs> and we go to Hermione, Hermione Lodge, uh, Veronica's mom. For uh, the the unattent inattentive listener who doesn't remember the parents' first names, like I don't always. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, and she's closing up the diner. And I was gonna write that this seemed kind of unrealistic because she just started working there, but absolutely not. I have worked at many places like this where, uh, yeah, by the way, you're the only one closing tonight, and it's like my second. Oh yeah, oh yeah, so. for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. This happens quite often. Yeah. So Hermione turns around, and there's a package left for her. Oh, this package will be the time I jumped because I oh. thought there was going to be a gremlin in the box. <laughs> and for the viewers at home, I have never finished gremlins. I am too scared to. <laughs> this is a well-documented fact. We've tried to get uh, Brian to watch gremlins several times, it, and he's always too scared to do it. It is just the scariest movie on Earth. <laughs> I, I get five minutes you... in and that's it. I can't even handle the noises. It's not even scary in the beginning. But... <laughs> okay. Brian, Brian, if it's not a gremlin, what is... Tell me what the deal with this box is. Oh, yes. It seems there's a snake in here from the uh, seaside serpents or whatever they're called. Southside. Southside South side serpents. They've left a message. Yeah. They left a snake in her box. <laughs> Which is so petty. <laughs> I thought it was going to be somebody's head, honestly. Yeah, I, I thought that was my head. second thought after Gremlin. When I realized the Gremlin doesn't jump out of the box, I thought it was a head. But now it's a snake. 
Would you have also been scared if it was like a gizmo? I would have been horrified. <laughs> Absolutely horrified. Just checking, just checking. <laughs> I might be more scared of that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Nah, it's just uh, a snake. I can deal with snakes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Betty, she kind of wakes up and she thinks she hears Polly's voice. Um. And she's like, "What the fuck?" And the music's all tense, and she like starts to go downstairs. It's really scary. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes down and she sees her dad just kind of sitting in the chair, really sad. Uh. And he's watching home movies of mm-hmm. Polly. Uh, on the the big screen, and it's it's just kind of a sad scene. Like I don't know if there's any information here besides that. Yeah, he's just drinking and he's sad. Yes, he is drinking. The wife is out. You know, this is gonna be me in like a couple years. <laughs> Damn, you have a wife? No, no, no. Okay, okay, sure, sure. I wouldn't even know you secret. I wouldn't even know you keep yourself so secret. <laughs> no one will know. <laughs> no one will know. You are, you'll have like three kids and we'll all find out. <laughs> you can come to the 18th birthday. <laughs> That's a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a big festival. Okay. That's what you do. For your, for your newly born 18 year old. Yeah. Yeah. How many will know she's safe or he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they're safe. Yeah. Uh, so Veronica and Cheryl are now they're sitting on Cheryl's bed. And this is what I was talking about because uh, they're going through Jason's pictures and they are both wearing pajamas. Like like Cheryl's got like a sexy nightie on and she they, they, they both have heels on too. <laughs> we also see a return of, I don't know if you noticed. Uh, the pearls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am starting to notice though. Veronica's pearl watch in the house. Oh my god! <laughs> now, this is a new set of pearls because this one is like three deep. It's like it's like different strands, but they're all like conjoined. They're evolving. Is what it was I a think. Big one. Yeah, it was. It was like a, yeah. It, it like metamorphosed. Were you guys poor? <laughs> so many pearls. Why'd you guys move back to Riverdale again? <laughs> yeah, why did Why did your mom work at the diner? If you have all these pearls. Pretty rich. <laughs> Which one of these is her mother's pearls? Yeah, we we we'll have to figure that out. We still don't know. That's a harder mystery than the Jason one at this point. <laughs> so they're going through Jason's pictures, and Veronica's like, "Hey, this might be weird, but like, your brother's super handsome." And the only I will I wrote the word hot, but I had to cross it out because <laughs> she does say the word handsome, and then Cheryl says, "The handsomest." Oh, <laughs> I just don't know. I just it's really don't creepy. know. I really don't know what's going on. <laughs> Because later she does this thing where I'm like, maybe it was just he was a good brother. And then oh, we'll get to it. But yeah, it was weird. Veronica asked her why she didn't invite her other friends, you know, Tina and Ginger. Uh, and Cheryl says it's because, you know, I mean, where were they on that night of the pep rally? Yeah. And also they're not real characters. They're just. <laughs> I'm sure. This is the first time we've heard their names. I did not yeah. know they were Tina and Ginger. That's why I wrote them down. <laughs> they're not part of a, the main plot. Veronica. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's pretty much oh yeah. So Cheryl starts talking about how she wants to speak at the funeral, and Veronica's like, then fucking do it. Like, I'll help you. I don't care. Um, and Cheryl says that her parents will kill her. And and no, in most shows, when in most real life situations, when people say their parents will kill them, it's like uh oh, my mom is gonna kill me. And you know, she made me like get in trouble, right? Yeah. This scene cuts to black, implying that this is not hyperbole. 
<laughs> Which is really scary. There's something not right with the with the Coopers, and now there's something not right with the Blossoms. I do not trust the Blossoms. They're very yeah. Yeah, so uh, Fred, Archie's dad, comes to get the snake for Hermione. Um, and we, we know this because he's, like, shaking the box out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she uh, he, he's like, look, I'm here for you whenever you need me, but um, why didn't you call the cops for animal control? And I feel like that's a pretty easy answer because, my, my friend, that was a snake. That One, the cops, what are they going to do, arrest it? <laughs> yeah, what are the cops going to do about that again? Uh-huh. They can't handcuff it. It doesn't have hands. <laughs> and animal control, it's like they're going to talk to the government because this is – the South Side Snakes, or yeah. South Side Serpents, like, clearly some gang shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he You've lived that. here all your life, Fred. <laughs> yeah, Fred, you know what this is about. Your friend, you know Jughead's dad. Yeah. <laughs> Presumably. Yeah. Um, so Betty is trying on her funeral clothes, because now we are getting to the big day. It is the day for the funeral, slash memorial, whatever it is. You know, she's just wearing all black, whatever, it's fine. And then Jughead comes out, and he's wearing a suit, and we're supposed to go, oh my god, he's so handsome. But I said, oh my god, where did he get that suit? He's homeless. <laughs> I said that, and I also said, oh my god, he's still wearing the fucking hat. <laughs> All right, he's wearing that. You know, you can't he's, ever take it off. We'll never know what's under there. <laughs> the hat is glued to his head. <laughs> and it looks like it's so, it always looks like it's about to fall off. <laughs> if he takes the hat off, he's no longer Jughead. He's uh, uh recognize him. He's he's gonna be uh black Sprouts. Yeah, he's black haired Cody. Cody. Yeah, Cody. <laughs> we can't have that. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh yeah, so so Betty clearly thinks he's hot. Like she doesn't even say anything. She's just like, oh my god. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't she doesn't say anything about it. Betty's just thirsty. She really is. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. <laughs> yeah, so some of the guests are, are coming into the, the funeral house, or, you know, their mansion. For- they walk like robots, these guests. They, they are all walking like robots it's because weird. they're poorly directed extras. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Hermione comes in and she's like, hey, look, my condolences. I'm really sorry for your uh, for your kid. To Penelope, you know, uh, Cheryl's mom. And mm-hmm. Penelope grabs her by the shoulders <laughs> and says... Oh, you little bitch. She's oh. like, you've come to gloat at my son's funeral? What's going on here? Hermione's like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure your Hiram sends his regards to Oh, oh but what, what does this so mean? mean. <laughs> what, I, what I think this implies is that uh, Penelope does this to every single guest. <laughs> what, what a thought. <laughs> I would like to imagine that Penelope does that this is to all. That's so funny to imagine. Archie, she Archie comes up and she's like, "You red-haired little skank." <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Absolutely. That's um, so, she, so Cheryl is staring into the mirror, and notably, she's wearing black funeral attire at this yeah. moment. Uh, mm-hmm. And Veronica's like, "Hey, you come in," and she says, "Oh, in a minute. You know, I'll, I'll be down. I just need to get myself together." Um, they're all sitting down. Uh, our, our gang from the bleachers are, you know, kind of sitting in a group. And Archie walks up to Penelope with Jason's jersey, and and he's like, "Hey, look, I want you to have this. I think you you deserve it more than I do." <laughs> and she just kind of has a she has a moment, honestly. Okay. <laughs> she like looks up at her. She like looks up at him, 
like puts his puts her hand in his hair and is like, You're so much like him. His face <laughs> spooky. Yeah, it's they? really creepy. Archie has this effect on all the women in this show where <laughs> what do you, you what do you think it is? Do you think there's a particular part of his body that might have something to do with that? Oh, that you know, maybe his shirtless abs, maybe <laughs> <laughs> even through the shirt, through the, the funeral attire. He, yeah, you can tell. Yeah, and I think it's funny that Jughead wore a suit and um Archie just wore his varsity jacket. Yeah, I've been wondering about this. Maybe it's out of like respect or I don't know. It's hard I to say with, hard to say with Archie because he's a little bit dense. <laughs> <laughs> Archie <laughs> Archie was probably just like, Well, Jason play football. I'll, I'll just football. put to, you know, Oh, we're football. football. I'll play football. <laughs> football. <laughs> Uh, yeah so she has a moment and then uh she like kind of just like lets him go um we we cut back and i just want to say that betty's hair the first time we saw it when she was like you know trying on her funeral clothes Mm -hmm. uh, i thought this and then this scene confirms that betty's hair looks like shit yep (laughs) it looks so odd betty looks like she hasn't washed her hair in like five days yeah (laughs) very odd choice yeah, so He's Veronica... picking up off of uh, Jughead, who's homeless. <laughs> but Jughead's hair looks fine. He conditions. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Veronica comes in, and she says some corny-ass shit. She's like, you know, at least we're all still here. At we're least we're alive. alive. We're, we're breathing. We're, we're breathing. breathing. <laughs> Cheryl's dad basically calls Betty's dad an alcoholic. Ooh. He's he's like, hey, you gotta pace yourself. You wouldn't want to get DUI on the way home, would you? (laughs) Yeah. It's just uh, about your few. I'm at your son's funeral. (laughs) And then and then we're about to start, and Cheryl comes down the aisle dressed in all white, as like us. And 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 while she's doing this, do you remember what song played? I don't, unfortunately. It was like like a soft uh, like girl singing like a soft lo-fi version of Shout, Shout, Let It All Out. Oh, right. Yeah, I can I remember. I remember. <laughs> it is, uh, this show's very cool and unique, huh? The music taste is so horrible every love, time. Yeah, it's, uh, you know. But Veronica is very so concerned by what's happening and this is the other part where i decided that we stand kevin now because kevin <laughs> just looks at what's happening and says yes it's hype he's hyped up this he is, is good enthralled. every time we cut back to the audience everybody else is like gasping and like <laughs> what is happening and kevin is like smiling so wide he's like Fuck yeah this is awesome yeah kevin kevin plays kevin, a good role <laughs> kevin is us <laughs> yeah 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 for sure <laughs> So Cheryl starts talking and then does like a commercial break, uh, but we're watching this on Netflix, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. That would have been a good commercial break. Sponsored I'll by say Netflix. That. Sponsored by Netflix. Click the link in the description, Netflix.com oh, yeah. slash Jughead's Lament. Yeah, we got that sponsorship, baby. Let's go. Yeah, they need our sponsorship. <laughs> we're bringing it in. This is So this is what uh, she says. This is what she wore the last time she saw Jason, which we kind of already knew. Yeah. Uh, and I would like to make a point that they found her, like, she fell in the river. Clearly, mm-hmm. she fell in the river. Yeah. Um, or at least she got in the water. Bro, it's a pure white outfit. Are you sure it would have cleaned that well? Oh, true. Very Some true. I water? didn't think about that. It's so gross. I think it would totally be dirty. <laughs> It'd be ruined. So Cheryl starts talking about it, and she says, uh, you know, when I wear this outfit, it feels like I can, I can still feel it in the room. 
uh, she starts going into this really interesting anecdote, which I thought was pretty cool, or pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that Cheryl used to demand her own birthday party every year, even though they're twins, until one year Jason kind of convinced her to merge the two, to combine them, uh, so that people, you know, just, just for interesting, you know, and, and she never found out why until like two years later. And it's because nobody wanted to come to Cheryl's birthday party. Because <laughs> she's, uh, yeah, this this implies that she's always been like this weirdo. Mean yeah, she's person. always been so mean and unbearable. And also that his brother is not a character that I thought he was. I thought Jason was gonna be like a dude, bro, like like Reggie. But nah, no, he's he kind of sweet. He seems kind of nice. Yeah, well, I feel like they're trying to have. Have you seen Twin Peaks? No, no, no. I've heard. I know about it. So something in Twin Peaks that's very interesting and something that I think is is what makes it so compelling to a lot of people is the fact that Laura Dern, I don't remember if that's her actual name or no, I think it's something Barnes, but the girl who who dies at the beginning had a very unique and interesting relationship with everybody in the town. Hmm. Everybody loved her, even though they only knew like a very small part of her. Mm. (laughs) I see. And I think they're trying to do that with Jason Blossom. Yeah, it doesn't work. That would make sense because they're trying to steal from every other show that's ever that's come true. out and every medium. You know, it would make sense. I would like to mention that at some point during this speech, uh, the parents like look like they're about to get up, Penelope, and Veronica looks at her and goes, "You're just gonna make it worse. Just stop." <laughs> I don't, don't know how even... that. I don't know how that worked. <laughs> that was. I did not think that was gonna work. Veronica uh, passed a speech check. Yeah, yeah, she totally did. <laughs> um, but yeah, Cheryl kind of turns around and she starts crying on the the, co- uh, the is it coffin or a casket? I don't know. Oh, okay. I on don't the, know the, the body box. Yeah, body box. <laughs> um, and Veronica has already gotten up to come up and hug her and comfort her. Um, and immediately they cancel the memorial. <laughs> her mom <laughs> says we're going to adjourn to the winter salon for a light supper. Wow. <laughs> well, okay. the, writing, the writing of that word, um, I don't even know what a winter salon is. I yeah, don't even is... know what a salon is in this context. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's some rich people thing. It's a mansion thing, I suppose. I, I can I can guess what a light supper is, because I've heard the word supper. Yeah, supper is like the thing before dinner. <laughs> I think, is it? Or is it, like, what is supper? Supper is like, I think it's the meal, like, before dinner just do like rich a... people do that or rich people hobbits yeah. rich people eat like five times a day yeah Damn. or something like that i don't know that's crazy yeah uh, rich see, people is... things <laughs> yeah yeah spoilers we are also not we don't know football and we're not rich <laughs> yeah we're exposed <laughs> yeah these, these things are coming out next they're gonna find out i'm a socialist no <laughs> <laughs> So, so Hermione sees Fred at the funeral, um, and he's like, "Look, hey, how are you? Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I was kind of mean. I see that you're in a bad. Si- he doesn't say I see you're in a bad situation, but he clearly is getting it across. Uh, and he offers her that that job as the bookkeeper at uh, the company. And I did not know this. Until, I would not have known this if my mom did not have to explain this to me like eight years ago. Mm. A bookkeeper in this context." is an accountant yeah 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 for sure for sure i didn't know that uh when i was younger and i remember her talking about the bookkeeper at her work and i was like what do you have a book oh yeah bookkeeper sounds really weird it sounds like a librarian <laughs> yeah that sounds like a librarian now i think about it <laughs> exactly uh, so i that was more that was, understandable that was more like the, the listener who may not know what a bookkeeper is in this context oh, yeah right 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 
Um, they just an accountant. <laughs> yeah, so now we cut to to where the real action is happening in this scene. Breaking into a dead man's room. <laughs> this is true, yeah. J- uh, Juggy and Betty are sneaking into Jason's room. And Jason's room is so black. Every wall is painted black. The posters are all black. Yeah, this place is so dark. <laughs> Spooky. <laughs> uh, and, and Betty's like, where does a teenage boy hide stuff? And Juggy had lists off like 10 places where you can hide stuff. And they're all true. <laughs> it's true. He's just like under the under the mattress, under the pillows, in the closet, under the headboard, under the know <laughs> yes, so many places to hide stuff. Jughead, what are you hiding? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and another great place to hide things is behind the door. Oh. As soon as the door closes, we see grandma's in the corner. What's she doing? Creepily sitting in his room behind the door. (laughs) Just so scary. I don't understand. Yeah, Yeah, they're freaked out, and Grandma's like, "Oh, it's you. It's been so long since I've seen you. Why don't you come closer, Polly?" Oh, uh oh. (laughs) Betty's like, "Uh, yeah. Hey, what's up? It's been so long." Uh, and 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 she grabs Betty's hand, and and she looks down. She says, oh, you're not wearing it. Good. It would be silly to wear that thing out the, around the house, especially around here. Oh. And we're like, "What is oh. we're wearing what? Oh. <laughs> and she says, the wedding ring. The... <laughs> there's a ring. ring. <laughs> there's a ring. There is a ring that was been in the, the Blossom family for generations that the grandma gave to Jason to, to propose to Polly. Oh. <laughs> this yeah. is why I said Polly was. <laughs> we needed to see Polly to see this because things like this would have flown. R- we would not have known this at all if it wasn't for the this deranged lady that they've written into the show for this one scene. <laughs> I think the characters agree we need to see Polly because some things that happen later. But uh, yeah, we we need to see Polly, and I need to know who. I need to know that she's a different person than Betty. Yeah, that's the that's the most important thing. What if Nana's actually seeing Polly right now? Absolutely. <laughs> I need to see Polly. She needs to be real. <laughs> yeah, and then Grandma says one of the most depressing things I've ever heard in my life. She says, your wedding was the last thing I was living for. It's so sad. So that's fucked up. And then they just get out of there. They skedaddle. They're like, this is our way out. We need to leave. And Jughead just kind of like, you? He yoinks himself out. (laughs) And Nana just sits back and says, yep, I told them all the lies I need, dude. Yeah, right? What if she was? Oh, that'd be nuts. <laughs> so, I can't so, trust anyone in this show. <laughs> except Fred. But maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So Cheryl is now getting yelled at by her mom. And, and I don't know if she hits her or if she throws something at her. But something hits Cheryl. Yeah. Um, and the mom's <laughs> arm is moving. And she says, no more river vixens. In fact, I'm shipping you off to a boarding school in Europe. Because nowhere here will take you. That seems so, fine. <laughs> yeah, she is. I don't have any friends here anyway. <laughs> yeah, she she's sipping her off and she's upset. But honestly, yeah, you're right. Like I, honestly, so that would be good for her. <laughs> this house is toxic. Yeah, <laughs> everyone hates me at school. <laughs> so now we cut back to Archibald, which is what Pen- Penelope's mom, which is what Penelope refers to Archie as. I hate it. <laughs> so Ar- Archibald is with Valerie again. Um. And this is a scene that 
so Archie's like, hey, you know, Mr. Castillo said I sucked at music. I feel like I can't do this. Um, and she says, Grundy says you were good and you thought you were good. Castillo says you're bad and now you think you're bad. You need to stop worrying about what other people think about you, Archie, and just do it. Who's the one telling you you can't do music? And like, sure, fine, that's a great scene. But uh-huh. I don't think that the reason Grundy told him he was good at music was because he was good at music. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I think it may have something to do with this, that dick she was getting. Yeah, Archie, you may not be good at music at all, actually. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And uh, yeah, there's been yeah, it's just yeah, all so, these signs, funny. So, so now that we've got this spicy information, uh, Betty seems appears to have dragged her dad all the way out of the house back home, and she didn't say anything on the drive home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Betty tells her dad, she's like, Dad. Polly and Jason were engaged and he just kind of doesn't say anything. And it's like, he knew he knew they were engaged. (laughs) Yeah. That's the crazy part to me. (laughs) Yeah. She's and, and she says, is that what you were arguing about with, with Clifford? And he says, Clifford and I were arguing because he and his filthy clan (laughs) came this close to destroying our family. Oh my God. And what they, what they make a point of saying is that Cheryl's great grandfather murdered betty's great-grandfather and that matters to us yes <laughs> hundreds I, of years later do you remember what they got what he got murdered over though maple syrup <laughs> maple syrup which goes back to the sticky maple thing oh yeah this whole city is maple fevered out of their minds maple fever. yeah yeah we, we didn't mention it earlier but the uh the blossoms they even put maple syrup on their dinner like their fancy dinner <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's hilarious. oh, they mention it. Yeah, they talk about because they say, "Oh, uh, right. that's, that's where the Sweetwater River." Yeah, that's where the Sweetwater River gets its name. Is because yeah, of the syrup. yes, yes. It was so weird. Um, because <laughs> they were they were maple syrup tycoons, and uh, Blossom wanted to get all the money, uh, and so he murdered Betty's great grandpa. Um, and she says, "Dad, where is Polly?" And he says, "Polly is sick." Jason made Polly sick, and she isn't coming home until she's not sick. Mm-hmm. So none of these things have made me think that Betty could not be Polly. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a there's another theory I have, but is, is this the time, or do you want me to ask you after? Uh, let me think. I yeah, I think this down. is the time. Okay. Polly could be pregnant. That's also what I was thinking. I, I have had the same thought. I think Polly might be pregnant. And if Polly's pregnant, then it's not going to be Betty. <laughs> it would be really cool if it was Betty. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to be Betty, but I can't rule it out. It would be, the show would get so much better if it was Betty, I'd That'd say. That'd be crazy. <laughs> I'd, make, I'd say the show would be real good if it was Betty, but it's not going to be Betty. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So we cut back to Veronica and her mom at home. Uh, and Veronica is just like, hey, I was at that house for 24 hours. And I got to say, it just made me realize how much I really appreciate you, mom. You're so nice to me and you actually like me. And like, th- that mom is a bitch. Yeah, she hits her. It's her daughter yeah. all the time. <laughs> and so immediately Hermione's like, well, I guess I got to ruin that. Let me tell you about what happened tonight. Yeah. Oh, and nothing comes of that this episode. No, we don't see anything. Yeah. yeah. She basically, it is implied that Hermione tells Veronica about the snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you hope? I hope that they continue that third line and not do the thing that they did with Jughead, where it's just a mystery. It's just dropped. Yeah, I really do hope we find out where Jughead's living yeah. and where he got the suit. 
Mm-hmm. So coach picks Archie uh, to be the captain. For no reason. He's done nothing good. <laughs> so the, what he says is be, it's because Archie decided to retire Jason's number, which he says was a good choice. And that's the kind of choice that a captain would make, uh, blah, 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 whatever. And mm-hmm. Archie says, mm, coach, I can't do that for you. Can't be the captain. Yeah. But I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, he says that I would have to give you the part of myself that I need for something else. You just have to tell the players to be good. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Um, yeah. 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 I don't really know what, what he means he has to give to football. Like, you can still write songs. I, I need to it, stress this enough. There were so many kids in our guitar. Like, you were in guitar. I was in orchestra. Yeah. There were so many kids who were in those that also did football. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It just seems like so weird to me that he's refusing it for no reason at all. Really. I, yeah, he's not even quitting the team. He's just saying I can't be their captain. It's, yeah, it's not even that much of my work. <laughs> it's so weird. It's very uh, so, weird. So he tells Reggie he deserves it. Um, Reggie's like, fuck yeah, man. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Reggie's so funny. He's a dude, bro. He's a dude, bro. I can appreciate Reggie for what he is. He's definitely a dude, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so now we go to Archie and he's practicing in the band room. And um, Valerie enters the band room. And, and I think it's implied that they start making out or they fuck or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't show it. They just show her going in and like kind of smirking at him. Yeah. They'll save it for the next episode. They need to shirt the scene. Jughead <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, so J- does his now. Now he starts his closing monologue. Uh-huh. Uh, and Jughead, he says the same thing about how every town has a, a creepy haunted house that nobody wants to go into. Um, and in this one, it's the Blossoms. And now that Jason is buried in that very hollowed ground, something poisonous would soon bloom. Which, you know, the Blossom family is very literary. Yeah, very nice. Uh, and we cut to Cheryl, and we don't know what he means, but clearly he's talking about something poisonous with Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Which is, you know, interesting. She's still got a part to play in this story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Betty is now... See, what's funny is we get the Jughead closing monologue, but that's not the end of the show. Oh, right, yeah. There's a now we get Betty, yeah, <laughs> Betty talking to Jughead... Uh, about how our parents lied. And Jughead says, you know, if they lied about that, that's probably not the only thing they lied about. <laughs> yeah, um, which got me thinking about that uh, first scene at the car. He totally could have been lying about that. <laughs> totally, totally could have been. I mean, probably was. So he's, uh, he says that his dad, uh, the dad said that he would do anything to protect Polly. How far does he actually mean when he says anything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's pretty interesting. And then they, they realize, hey, wait a second. Whoever stole all that stuff from Kevin's house wasn't at the drive-in. Yep. Dad wasn't at the too. drive-in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. You did point this out. Dad was not at the drive-in. Oh, God. And then we, we don't even like leave that as a mystery because we cut to Dad <laughs> with the evidence. <laughs> Which is pretty insane. He didn't even burn it. He kept it. I don't know why. What's he doing with it? Where is he hiding it? I don't understand. <laughs> so they mention that they need to talk to Polly. Uh, but that, that's technically the last thing that happens in the episode. Um, yeah. Because I wanted to save this for very last. Mm-hmm. They finally add the Coopers to the murder board. 
so I looked at the board before this the last scene, and the Coopers uh-huh. are up there already. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what happened. Took them down. I, I thought it would be ghosts to have Betty <laughs> investigate and be on the board. It, yeah, it's so odd. <laughs> I don't know why they did that. I just they could have just put his dad because the mama's the mama's definitely somewhere else, but. Sure. Well, I mean, she, he could have been covering for uh, the mom, though. Like with the yep, evidence. that's what I'm thinking. Because why would they yeah. show the killer in episode five, right? That'd be too I obvious. Oh man, that was just that was that was incredible. And, and you know, now cut to credits. And uh, after saying we need to talk to Polly, uh, so so we're finally going to get to see Polly. Hopefully. Yep. I've been saying the mystery won't be solved until Polly comes out and says something to us. <laughs> look, look for what it's worth. Polly means many. So it could be a different personality. Oh, it's so there. Like it's so there. But will Riverdale be the show that we want? Probably (laughs) not. (laughs) No, it it doesn't bend to anyone's will. It's its own beast. It is. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, the horrible theory I had was uh, you have all these horrible adults in the show. Like every single adult is horrible. Besides Fred. Besides Fred. Besides Fred. What, does, do you think he might be hiding a deep and terrible no. secret? No! <laughs> he, it's just a horrible theory that has no backing, but like... But just that, based on like literary conventions. Yeah, like conventions. everyone else is like crazy. And Fred's the only like good person in the town. I don't know. Yikers. Yikers. That was... I mean, I've thought about it too. I think if Fred was the killer, I'm, I might be okay with it. I would be so upset. I would be okay with it. Because it'd be a little crazy. But why would he do it? (laughs) Exactly. He has no motive yet. He doesn't have any motive. Yet. As far as we know. That's true. It's totally leaning towards the Coopers. (laughs) It is is leaning towards the Coopers. My money's still on Betty's mom, even though it seems like the the easy bet. Yeah. I think it could be Betty's mom, Betty's dad. It's a Cooper. I don't think it's Polly. Oh, yeah. Before I had it as Polly, but I don't think it is her anymore. I don't think it is, yeah, because I think that she's in love with Jason, and that's why they sent her away to quote unquote make her better. They yeah, could, they could give Polly a lobotomy. That's just so fucked up. Oh, <laughs> that's horrible. That's so fucked up. That's horrible. Yeah, the Coopers would do that too. Much to think about. Much to think about. Yeah, I'm excited to watch episode six right after this. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> not talk about anything. <laughs> Next episode's called Faster Pussycats Kill Kill. Oh, oh no. That sounds like uh oh no. <laughs> None of the pussycats are X'd out. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Be pretty funny. I don't think it's them. It's totally the Coopers. We've been saying it since day one. They've been there since day one. I think the first line in the whole show is like I hope Jason Blossom burns in hell. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so I don't know if it is. I'd be so sad if it's the Coopers. Honestly, I'd be so. I would lose all faith in the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. We it could be anybody. We didn't even see Grundy, so it looks like she kept her promise. Oh, it could be Grundy too. It could be Grundy. She has anyways, anyways, oh. you know, we, we've we've had quite a good episode, quite a grand time. I'm excited mm-hmm. to watch the next one. So, I mean, leaves us with the questions. Who committed the murder? Will we see Archie's abs next episode? <laughs> what the fuck is keeping Fred so calm in his life? 
Oh yeah, what if he secretly kills people? All these answers and more will not be answered on the next episode of Jughead's Lament. Have a great night, kids. Catch you later. (laughs) Bye.